she didn't notice. <laughs> okay, so with that, hi and welcome to After the Hype. Hi. <laughs> with me, your host is always Brian Dressel. With me, as always, is Jonathan Hardesty. Hi. Chewy Darso. Yes. Uh, Ryan cannot be here this week because, as many people know, he did not like Batman vs. Superman very much, and he came across a staunch fan who murdered the fuck out of him. It was, it, it was gruesome. Oh, man. It was Batman. It was yeah. Ben Affleck. <laughs> <laughs> All that sadness he just took out on he Ryan. Just found the one guy who's like, ah, oh, I wasn't that big of a fan. Good he didn't hate it. He's just, ah, oh, I wasn't that big of a fan. And Ben Affleck's like, smoke you. Yeah, <laughs> good men turned cruel that day. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so with us this week, uh, you might remember her from last week. She stuck around and helped us out again. We have Alex Marshall Brown back. Hey! And for the first time ever, Armand Richards is here. What it do? My cousin. Uh, <laughs> how did we find him? You say as someone is announcing my cousin. <laughs> Either way, very happy to have you here today, Armand. Yeah. Glad okay. to be here. Glad to be here. Uh, so we're going to start with a bit of plugs. Uh, where can people find you, Armand, if they want to look for you on the internet or stalk you in your personal? Oh, life? find me. Um, well, I'm a program director for a nonprofit organization called America Scores LA. We have a Facebook page. We have a website. So you can always find me there, working with the kids, reading books, and shooting the shooting the shit. Cool. And, I love uh, shooting shit with kids. <laughs> Amen to that. <laughs> yeah. Amen to that. That's where the wisdom is. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Alex, do you want to tell people again where they can find you? Oh, yeah, sure. Listen, anytime, guys. AlexMarshallBrown.com, A-L-E-X-M-A-R-S-H-A-L-L-B-R-O-W-N.com. Also on Instagram at AlexMarshallBrown and Twitter at A-MarshallBrown. Get at me. Cool. Uh, all right, so we're going to start with a where have you been doing. I will go first. I have been reading the author, I forget his name, but uh, Miss Pettigree's uh, Home for Peculiar Children. Ransom Riggs. Yeah. Right? That's it, yes. Yeah. Uh, Peregrines. 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 We're all saying. No, that's a bird. <laughs> Oops. Yeah. No, that's the right one. Oh, it is a bird? That's the right okay. one. Yeah, because she yeah. turns into a bird. Yeah, she can turn into a bird. Mm. Um, I read it oh. basically because I was excited for the new Tim Burton movie, because it's basically Tim Burton's X-Men, which yeah. I think seems pretty cool. Uh, and I don't think the Tim Burton movie is going to nail the tone of the book at all, but I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. I, I'm totally fine with adapting things and making them your own. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I can tell you this much. I have like, I think 50 pages left in the book, and I really dig it. It's a lot of fun. It's, it's really well written. It's fun. Yeah. Um, it's definitely a YA book. It is like, this kid is the most special because he has the most <laughs> special power and we need him. And like, that's fine. Um, Why am I so special? Yeah. It, it, but it's not like written kind of like bullshit, kind of like the Divergent series or like Twilight or like where it's like, it's not like that. It, Direct it, to TV. Yeah. Yeah. It's more like the uh, the Harry Potter school. It's not oh, yes. as good as Harry Potter, but it's more like the Harry Potter of like, you're the most special, but without these other people, we'd be You'd fucked. Be nothing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like his power is really good. I'm not going to explain things too much, but it's really good at amplifying everybody else. So he's needed as like a, a key component but he cannot save the day on his own. Right. I actually read the whole trilogy. Yeah. Be- I, I read a lot of like the YA books because right. I work with kids. And Makes sense. Just mm. those things out. But that's one of the ones I give them all the time. I was like, read this book, especially if it's becoming a movie. Yeah. Not only does it get them to read the book because they can see the movie, but it also lets them know that usually books are better than mm-hmm. the movie. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So they, a lot of times they can go back to old movies they've seen like, oh my God, The Godfather was a book. I could totally yeah. read this book. Nice. Very did. different book. Yeah, very yeah. different book. Yeah. <laughs> Unexpected. <Yeah>. <laughs> and long. <laughs> right, John, what about you? Where have you been doing? Uh, so I've still been on my uh, Netflix horror film kick and I've you know cleared all the ones that I'm really interested in watching based off their covers. Uh, so I just watched Creep, uh, the Mark Duplass kind of low-key mumblecore horror film. I did not like it. I I liked it for what it was and dug it that was simple. Mm-hmm. So there's a, a lot of the, a lot of these horror films on Netflix that are just on Netflix are kind of really elaborate in the wrong ways. Like we're not interesting enough to be <laughs> to be you know worth watching. So here's the gimmick. You know ABC's of death, both of them. Yeah. But 
this was I liked it was simple. I liked it was simple and it was Mark Duplass did a good job of being creepy. I thought he was was he just in it or did he write and direct it too? Uh, I don't think he wrote or directed it. No, he may have produced it. Um, research. I didn't do it. You motherfucker. But I watched it a while ago. Um, but as far as this movie, I, what I liked is that in some horror film likes to. Oh, he was just in it, by the way. I'm looking. He was just in it. Yeah, he didn't have anything to do with it. I like the horror film on a macro level deals with certain issues, and I liked that the male friendship was the root of the horror in this movie, and that it tackled guy, men who couldn't deal, like who didn't know what that was, who couldn't interface with relationships, male to male relationships. See that whole storyline. They're bad of plot, at romance. Yeah, yeah. That whole thing yeah. I think was. Uh, done better in the gift with sure. um I have, I jason bateman that. and um, oh the gift is a great film i, uh, the I never name. remember his name either yeah he's really good though now see that would be interesting I would, yeah. I would definitely see that i just hadn't had a chance to but as far as like a simple very simple stripped down movie this this worked on that level for me at least honestly if there was a movie called bad at romance i'd joel definitely edgerton. watch it <laughs> joel edgerton by the way thank you imdb for me interrupting everybody just to tell them little facts that nobody cares about. <laughs> God! That's no. what you're good for, I'm newbie. Facts nobody cares about. Except for film nerds like me. We should do a trivia show called Brian's Facts. <laughs> Who was Sponsored that one guy in that one thing? Joel Edgerton! <laughs> you win! <laughs> Ten points in the ankle dangle. <laughs> it's trending. You just don't say ankle dangle. <laughs> the it's rhyme so, itself is so pleasant. Yeah, it is. It's not but like, it's a great thing. Like the definition is so terrible. Like, I just, I just bought my nephew a yangle dangle, and you don't even know. It's so Why? unassuming. <laughs> All right, uh, Chewy, where have you been doing? Uh, to keep off last week's um, frustration with a male-female relationship ending, um, after I watched that and was annoyed, I d- decided to go back to one of my old trustworthy ones, uh, the all of the BBC original. Pride and Prejudice with Colin Firth is now on Hulu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And oh, yeah, I'm like, Alex. <laughs> I'm watching that. I'm watching that right now because Colin Firth is the best Mr. Darcy in the world. And it made my night a lot better. Like, you, I'm so glad I wasn't it's home so for from oh. the, It's so good. Like, none it's of the, the movies capture it. You need the, the six hours that that thing is to really get the, how wonderful Elizabeth and Darcy's relationship is. Even though it starts out terrible, he's a total dick to her, but then she's a dick back, and together they're going to be beautiful now, dicks. Now, yeah. correct me yeah. if I'm wrong. You said that the Pride and Prejudice and Zombies did a pretty decent job with how short of a time span they had for they that decent. I would. I love the movie. Yeah, we, so we bought it. We, yeah. cause it's it's on our schedule. We will talk about yeah, it. Yeah, full episode. It's so it's good. It's just so okay. funny because he's not familiar with Pride and Prejudice, and I but am. I know my zombies. Yeah. So <laughs> while we're watching it, I'm like, gosh, I really like this, but I just wish there was just a little bit more Pride and Prejudice in there. And then and he like, had the opposite. He wanted more zombies. <laughs> so really what cool we needed was just a longer movie. Yeah. They made such a cool world for zombies yeah. in that movie. And then they're just like, oh, we're going to spend all this time with this Pride and Prejudice bullshit. I'm like, no, the zombie world is so cool. Uh, the, the proposal, though, where they all just start beating each other up after she doesn't like how he does it. Fantastic. So good. And then Matt Smith steals the whole fucking movie. Yeah. yeah. He's so good. We'll talk about that later. But yep. just go on Hulu and watch the original BBC because it's... It's so good. It's six hours, yes, but you need to watch it. <laughs> well, we're talking about a three-hour movie today. You're halfway there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, well, I, I watched both versions, so it, it's, it was six hours for <laughs> <Yeah>. me. <laughs> uh, so I have family visiting from out of town, nice. and it's not Armand. I was going to say, is it this guy? No, not him. <laughs> he lives here. Um, my little cousins from North Carolina are out here, and so their dad, my uncle, just brought them to every theme park he could. And Disneyland. That's an expensive trip. <sighs> 
I was happy to be along for that. <laughs> um, Disneyland was exhausting. They were there. They went to Disneyland for four days and still <gasps> didn't have enough. And I have no... I, oh. Granted, two so days was Disneyland. Another two days was California Adventure. Yes. Oh, I, I didn't do the California Adventure part. We just did Disney. You live okay. the California Adventure. I live it on a daily basis. <laughs> I grind That's hard. It. We were living it yesterday. We're living Fire it today. It's raining ash. It's raining ash. Like, yeah. It's unbelievable. California Adventure has the best ride, though. I love the Tower of Terror. So, But I hear that they're revamping it, and they might take the Tower of Terror down. And all. No! Yeah, I don't know. I didn't go there, but yesterday we went to Universal, and Universal is so much better. <laughs> Universal Did you Studios. go to Harry Potter Land? I went to Harry Potter Land for the first time and really enjoyed it. My oh. uncle, because he's a baller, decided to go and get the fast pass for everything. Mm-hmm. Nice. And so, like, we rode that ride back to back to back to back. <laughs> hate those people <laughs> yeah you're describing the person i'm like fuck you when i'm in like hate when i'm in the people. normal I've been line, line for three I've hours i contacted this one woman a couple times going back onto the ride and she just knew and i finished my trial 45 minutes ago <laughs> yeah universal studios superior to disney um the Wizarding World of Harry Potter was really neat to explore. We didn't do all of the things there just because we were trying to cover everything. Yeah. Um, but seeing Waterworld, which is also the best thing that ever happened in the I movie. I love they still haven't gotten rid of that. I do yeah. too. I love that the Waterworld, <laughs> the Waterworld stunt, stunt show. show is awesome, except that their skyline is now altered by the castle of Hogwarts behind it. <laughs> <laughs> There's land that, over that, there. That, that, that they found dry land. <laughs> the wizards have all the dry land. <laughs> <laughs> Give me an idea for a book. Yeah, <laughs> it's gonna be really dry though. But yeah, very big theme park week. That's fun though. <laughs> I still haven't made it over there. I'm like a die. We should hard do that Harry on Potter my hiatus yeah. week. As long as I'm not back at work, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Which speaking now, working on the Universal lot every day. Those trolleys are annoying. I try not to make eye contact as much as possible. I'm like, just don't look oh, at me. When I'm on the I stare on the hard show. at the workers, yeah. too. I have nothing I to say to you. I want to see you doing your thing. <laughs> I, I'm not trying to toot my own horn here, but every time I'm at Paramount during the day, if one of those trolleys comes by, I always hear at least one person go, is that Seth Rogen? That's <laughs> 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 me. That's so <laughs> It's kind of annoying, but at the same time, it's probably great to kind of hear them whispering to each other and to be able to shout back, no. <laughs> hey, look, there's a white dude with a red beard. Yep. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, we rode the trolley, too, and they were shooting an episode of Criminal Minds, and there were just a bunch of a bunch of kids that were on the episode chilling, having a picnic. And so when we drove by, they're like, it's a quiet set. We can't say anything. And we drove by, and those kids sitting having a picnic were like, hi, everybody, waving and like, <laughs> The whole time we're being told we can't respond. Don't respond. Don't respond. Don't look at him. Stay quiet. Don't quiet. look at him. Yeah. <laughs> well, we aggravate him. Right, Armand, what about you? Where have you been doing? Oh, wow. Well, um, I was listening to the lectures of Joseph Campbell on Spotify what? and figuring how he's so about story and man's dependence on it. I thought that'd be appropriate for yeah. the theme we're talking about. Hero's journey. But... Yeah. Uh, I'm also playing this video game called Seven Days to Die, which is basically <laughs> oh. like Minecraft meets like you surviving in a post-apocalyptic zombie world. And so you have to like go around finding all your resources and you have to build your own shelter. And if you don't nice. have something strong built in seven days when they send the horde, they then you. they're going to eat you. <laughs> Makes and sense. it's super stressful. <laughs> I don't. I play with my wife. It's a split screen game so you can play at home with people. And we have found such new levels of like communication <laughs> and like... 
every day when you're with your wife, you're trying to survive the world that we're in, but this is like a new kind of survival. And you find your role. She goes out and hunts while I'm sitting here building the house. It's a, it's a beautiful, beautiful connection we've made because nice. of this she's, game. She's your lioness? She's it, man. <laughs> she's it. She's going to fight my battles for me. <laughs> I'm bringing but, home the dinner. You keep that house right. Right, and it proves that I was like, I always knew you were a badass, but the way you just go after those zombies, girl. <laughs> get those back of those knees ready. Oh. <laughs> More references yes. before we started recording. Well, at least they're good and sweaty at that point. So, Like right now, thanks, no air conditioning. What's the name of that game again? I've not heard of this. Uh, Seven Days to Die. It kind of sounds like a multiplayer version of Don't Starve. Have you ever played no, that one? No, I haven't one? played that one. It does sound familiar, yeah. Uh, don't Starve was it's a it was an indie game where basically you just you wake in the woods and don't die, so you just kind of. Oh, like, you hated playing that. It game. was such a pain. You in the died ass. all the time. I it's died. I mean, the, yeah, if you, you wake don't figure up, it out. Yeah, you have to build a fire, then you have to build a house, and you have to go and hunt things. Yeah, and then at night, if you don't keep your mm-hmm. lights up, all the monsters come in and murder you. Pretty much the same thing. Yeah, I mean, but, instead of monsters or zombies are clear, okay, yeah, yeah, and yeah. they're charging after you. Yeah, it sounds like a really cool game. It yeah. is. It's a lot of fun and really immersive. So, like twenty four hours in the game is fifty minutes in real time. But that 50? time, 50. Yeah. Okay. But that time goes really fast. Oh, I bet, really yeah. Were. Two in the morning, we're still playing. It's like, oh my God, we have work. We'll play a little bit. We'll play one more day. We'll play one more day. <laughs> we got this. reminds me of just this discovery show called Naked and Afraid, where they just drop couples in the middle of nowhere with one tool, and these people show up with the most moronic tools to keep them alive for really? 21 days. Wasn't there the a- only thing about Naked and Afraid that I like is the Peter Dinklage and Leslie yeah, Jones. I was just going to mention that. The oh SNL gosh. thing is the funniest fucking thing in the entire world. I don't think I've watched that. I love Leslie Jones just oh, in she's general. Great. She's fucking hilarious. She's, but yes. her with Peter Dinklage. She got crazy flack this week. Which was... Oh, that's a whole podcast in and of itself. It that's just, just frustration and sadness. Just pure yes. rage. So sad. But no, I think she's fucking hilarious. And her and Peter Dinklage, their chemistry together in this really? one sketch is so funny. So I funny. If you you should definitely look it up. It is really, really funny. I shouldn't watch it. I mean, now, she I? cracks my shit up okay. just in general. Well, when I heard she was gonna be in Ghostbusters, that was like the next thing I saw and I was like, Ah, yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cool. It was really like I was so I haven't seen it yet, but I was really kind of against that movie. And then it was Kate McKinnon and Leslie Jones. I'm like, oh I'm in. Yeah. Yeah. The the Tumblr fanfictiony images have just started pouring into Tumblr, and it's actually kind of fun to see. Like yeah. they're shipping those two hard, which makes sense. I mean, yeah. they're two of the funniest women in yeah. comedy. Fuck, they're two of the funniest people in comedy. Fuck me for saying women. Fuck you. Uh, for that. <laughs> Whoa, uh, language. Yeah, I'll just take on myself. The old angle, the angle. <laughs> I'll take myself down. Uh, okay, we should get started for today. So today's episode is Batman vs Superman: uh, colon, The Ultimate Edition. Um, I specifically wanted to do the Ultimate Edition today for the reasons of, uh, when we're talking about the Batman vs Superman Dawn of Justice, this was such a contentious movie when it came out. Um, people either loved it to the point of death threats to the people that didn't hate it, hence my joke earlier for Ryan, um, or they hated it so much that there's death threats against Zack Snyder. Like, the amount of passion going into this movie is insane. Mm -hmm. And I mean that with both, like, like... I think Zack Snyder did a good job. I don't think he did a great job. I think he did a good job. Uh, but I can see why people hated it. I can totally understand why people went, this is fucking horrible. And I can totally understand why people like myself went, no, I really liked it. Um, but I don't want to sit here today and talk about the Martha, Martha, Martha things. I don't want to talk about... <laughs> Everyone knows that's silly. Yeah, I don't yeah. want to sit here and talk about the things that people have been bitching that's about since March. Like, I, I get it. This movie's been out now for four months. We've heard the complaints. We've no, heard it, the it's, praise. It's it's funny. It is what it is, but we've heard it. It's been funny watching it in context because I was like, 
it hits the checklist. I'm like, oh, 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 yeah. oh, yeah. Uh, Especially uh, for someone like John uh. who hasn't seen it. Like, you can, as you're watching the movies, like this is all the things I've been hearing for the past four months, mm-hmm. just down the line. And that's why I want to do the ultimate edition today, which I feel I need to justify a little bit because I did have a few people when I announced it, I was doing this. Like, oh, you're cheating. It's like I'm not cheating if I'm talking about a movie that is out and has been out for three weeks. You've been able to watch this movie for three weeks. It's been out. And it's your um, podcast, too. And it's, yeah, fuck you, it's my podcast. (laughs) You can do what you want to. I really don't think it's cheating at all because this is the edition that should have come out. This is the edition that Zack Snyder intended to come out. And then the studio just got scared about money. About and they're a three-hour like, movie. Yeah, yeah, so they're like, well, they won't go to see it if it's so long. Try to talk to the people who say you're cheating. Ask them about the Blade Runner thing. Yeah. And then or, watch them kind of yeah. fumble on their logic Lord of the there. Rings with all those special editions. Yeah, mm. so it's one of those things where, like, I understand what you're saying. However, I, I non-respectfully disagree. I disagree in the way of saying, <laughs> fuck off. Um, because this is the movie that I think easily should have been the one to come out. And I, I, as we'll talk about it, I don't think anyone will disagree with me. This is clearly the movie that was meant to be seen. Um, But before we go down that rabbit hole, I just wanted to release that clarifier. This is why we're talking about the Ultimate Edition. Although I don't really feel I need to, I'm going to explain it before everyone rage shuts off our podcast. If you're talking about the Ultimate Edition, fuck off. No, we're talking about the better of the two movies because I love movies and I want to talk about the good things. Um, So as we go down into this rabbit hole, uh, we'll start with the numbers really, really quick. Uh, This movie came out in March. It cost $250 million. And the big rumor was that it needed to break a billion for it to get a sequel, which we all know was bullshit. Uh, it made 80, uh, $870 million, which was not quite there, but I still think, obviously did well enough, they're already making the Justice League. And all of the on-set people talking about the Justice League say that they are riding the ship. The review for today is coming to us from Metacritic. As usual, I will do this really, really quick because I actually really like this one. Uh, I wasn't going to read a review today. This one's an 8 out of 10. comes from Gabriella 98 on Metacritic. She wrote this on March 25th, the day after it came out. Uh, this movie was made for superhero fans. If you don't like superheroes, probably you will not like this movie. And then she left the quote, people hate what they don't understand. Mm. Martha Kent. Aww. <laughs> Aww. That's the voice of America. Right there, Martha Kent. She is all that is good with our country. I Jason Bourne is over so here much. in the corner crying. It's so beautiful. <laughs> References. Yeah, that's why I was I want to be friends with that. her. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't going to read it, but I love that she's a quote from the movie to defend the movie. Yeah. <laughs> that's, we should that's invite so her on the podcast. Cocky, damn it. <laughs> Uh, okay, so it's time for the breakdown, breakdown, breakdown. That's coming to us from Armand Richards today. Are you excited? I am excited. And if you want to use the action figures in your breakdown. And then she did this. (laughs) And then she won this. Now, to be fair, you only have 30 seconds, so I I would be a little little loosey-goosey with how much you use those action figures. All right, are we ready to go? All right, Armand, you ready? I'm ready. All right, ready, set, go, 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 go. All right, so Batman, two years later, uh, Superman's here and he's crashing Metropolis. Batman gets upset at Superman's absolute disregard for our human life moving on batman thinks superman's an enemy superman's doing his best to be good in a world that doesn't really understand him he's very very lonely lois lane is gets into some shit as she always does superman finds her saves the world uh moving on oh the countdown it gets to me <laughs> uh batman meets wonder woman out of batman time meets Lex Luthor. <laughs> batman meets everybody batman and superman fight each other they fight each day, and then and then it's so joyless at the Batman end. Batman did so not beat Wonder Woman. Where are you pulling that from? <laughs> you just started throwing thin in the wall. Some of this has got to be See right. Sticks. Man, that is harder than it's been seen. She steals his thumb drive. He didn't beat anything, though. She gave it back. He stole oh, his thumb drive and his heart. Oh, I thought you said beat. No, no, no. How could you beat oh. a woman like that? You That's just... Beautiful. 
That's just a crime. I mean, like, any woman, woman, really. How can you beat any woman? Sorry. <laughs> I'm going to take myself that, like, on, on this go, one. Yeah. I thought you meant that he beat her in a fight somehow. And I'm oh, like, no, no she would always she win. She would whoop his ass <laughs> up and down, left, right, six o'clock. She'd be just smirking the whole time. <laughs> so That's recently, uh, podcast guest Mackenzie called me out for going too soft. So technically, you did not finish in the 30-second time. So I have to say that's a full-blown failure. Oh, man. Uh, I will say yeah. your failure is full as blown. bad as the Green Lantern movie. Ryan Reynolds, though? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> There's hope yet. <laughs> that, just, I need to get to that Deadpool level. There you and go. Then I'll be back. You can redeem yourself. I'll be back. All right. Sweet. All right. <laughs> All right. Let's get started on this bitch. Uh, where to begin with the Batman vs. Superman movie? Uh, now, as we talk about this movie, I think it's going to be kind of unavoidable to kind of go through it without kind of mentioning the theatrical version, like where things kind of fixed, where they weren't fixed, that sort of stuff. So that I don't know. I just saw it this past week in the Ultimate version, so I don't know what it was meant to be in theaters. That's your, You saw the much better film. Okay. Much Although better. when we were and watching, I tried to like, yeah, he hey, this wasn't out. in the original yeah. movie. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Thanks to Which a clerical is, error, I watched both. <laughs> for, for me, I think the good place to start is just the, the atmosphere around it publicly yeah, the, the, the actual, immediate the hype, like yeah. oh, the, yeah. the hype the hype was so negative yeah this movie was doomed to failure before it came everyone out. wanted to hate it from because get- of Affleck? no no it was more so because of uh man of steel and uh, you know i'll touch on it really quick i mentioned it before we started recording dc itself was in kind of a negative headspace right when this movie was coming out it was the end of new 52 it wasn't quite there yet but people were kind of fed up with dc they liked the nolan verse and that was it. Other than that, like the DC comics were kind of a joke. There were some good ones, like everyone liked Snyder's Batman, but other than that, nobody really liked it. Like it was kind of like this was like the last gasp of like the DC thing, and this movie needed to knock it out of the park, and it it just didn't. So people went into this with the atmosphere of the comics aren't that great right now. Man of Steel was okay at best. So and then people looked at it like this just looks like a cartoon shit show. Like why is Doomsday in this movie? Like all the trailers just did a really he bad job. Like and then yeah. everyone was just bad mathing Affleck to be like he can't be Batman. Blah, yeah. blah, blah. And so many people hate Zack Snyder. And I'll well, talk about how much yeah. I think that's I unfair. That yeah, I love him. Yeah. One one uh, other thing with that is that this was kind of also the beginning of the aggressive scoop culture that uh, fan internet sites have started doing. Like a lot of it sprung up with this. Like yeah. This aggressive, in-your-face barrage of, we're going to talk about Batman v Superman for the next two years until the movie comes out, so you're going to already be done with it by the time the movie comes out. Well, it wasn't even that people were done with it, because they did the same thing with Star Wars. People came out like jerking off to the movie before it was even theaters. Like, this is the greatest thing that's ever happened to my life! Oh, see, I had the same response to both movies after I saw them. I was like, ugh. And with this movie, like by the time it came out, like if you were paying attention to the trailers at all, you knew Basically, the whole story mm-hmm. short of the death of Superman. I didn't yep. think they were going to try to pull that trigger in this movie. That kind of surprised me. But other than that, like you kind of knew. I saw, I saw the runtime and I was like, "They're going to do it." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I, I should have guessed they're going to do it because you don't really have Doomsday without that storyline. But at the same time, I was still kind of like, I don't think they're going to pull that trigger this early. Alex said something similar when we were watching it. She thought that the death of Superman was a little bit rushed as far mm-hmm. as like the whole storyline is concerned. And I, I mean, agreed with her. Even with the three-hour version, I thought it was rushed. Yeah. I, I like Zack Snyder so much, I would watch a four- or five-hour movie of his. I, I think there was a four-hour version of this somewhere. Yeah. Oh, there is so much cut on the cutting room floor. Like, oh, there's yeah. probably a whole other movie sitting somewhere that we're yeah. never going to see. Yeah, and uh, like, I'm I glad that we got this. I want to see the four-hour version of Sucker Punch because I know that exists too. Mm-hmm. Man, yeah, I mean, this uh, he kind of has the the same. And we'll jump back into the the feel of this movie, but I kind of wanted to say he has the same problem the Wachowskis do. 
he has gotten a point now where he's good at writing very, very epic, long stories. Mm-hmm. And then he goes to the studio, which happens to be Warner Brothers for both of them. And they go, yeah, that's too long. Make it two hours. Like, But we already shot a four-hour movie. Yeah, make it two hours. Yeah. And then suddenly it doesn't make sense and people hate the movie. And it goes, well, yeah, it's rushed. you made your bed. Or like maybe, Warner Brothers. It was like, well, if you give, if you force three movies out of The Hobbit, why don't you force like four movies out of this one? Four yeah. to six movies. It's like they are their own worst enemy. They get really talented filmmakers with really cool things and they go, yeah, but you need to fit in this box. Mm-hmm. Like, but this box won't work for this movie. Uh, we'll Here's have your to. Box. This yeah. is Warner Brothers box. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's where you shove something in, and then it gets to the person broken, and you try to blame it on the postal service. Yeah, and now like, back to the, the mailman the, did it. <laughs> <laughs> He's the daddy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't just shove that in there really hard. Yeah. But back to the the climate of this movie, you're you're spot on. Like it was so doomed to failure, and the thing was is that people had two schools of thought. This is the worst movie ever made. Sorry, before the movie ever even came out, or it's the greatest movie ever made. Mm-hmm. And like people are like, this is gonna be bigger than Avatar, bigger than Star Wars. This is gonna be the biggest movie ever made because it's Batman Do they still and Superman. Still hold that perspective? No. Okay. No, but I don't think uh, there are still people who hate the shit out of that, it. I think not deservedly so. That but, was a lot of the that got the most. That was the loudest bit of the like hype drip <laughs> that we got or barrage. Like, it was like this is gonna be the greatest thing ever. Yeah. Drip. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but it was uh, the problem was I feel like everyone who was saying this is going to be the greatest thing ever were people who were deeply tied to the movie. Yeah, yeah. it's like Warner Brothers going, "This is going to be the greatest movie ever." And right. It's like, well, that's well, like Trump I'm, saying he's going to be the best president ever. Like, I don't believe you. I got all I the best superheroes. Like, <laughs> I'm going to equate it to like this is going to sound really weird, but Elizabeth Town. <laughs> that was weird. Because <laughs> I've worked with people that worked on Elizabeth Town. Yeah, and when they were working on it. They really, they, they described it to me that the entire production, like from the PAs up to the execs, they all thought they were making something special. The, the atmosphere on the movie Special's was really good. They, the, they had a lot of fun. And at the end of the, when they wrapped it all up, they really thought they were like, all right, this is going to be something that people are going to be talking about for a long time in a positive way. And then it comes out and then it's just Whoops. kind of a disaster. And everyone just got really depressed. Like I had talked to someone who legitimately said he was depressed for months after that film came out because he didn't understand what happened. How can you be blind by that reality? I don't know. But well, I feel like that's the same thing with the this. people with this movie. Like I, think, I, I, I know one friend that worked on it and he still defends it heartedly. Like I tried to ask him a serious question and then he just kind of ignored it. Maybe like because he's. Well, I mean, the, the, the long and the short of it is, and, and, and people are going to violently disagree with this. Uh, I I don't think there's a way that you can deny that there is so much love. They put so much passion for into DC it. behind this movie yeah. that it was kind of like they they did it the wrong way, which I think is too bad. It was they love gave happens that way. Sometimes. They put the kid in the candy store and went go nuts, and that's what they did. They're like I want this storyline, I want this Batman storyline, I want this Superman story, and I want this and this and this. Like okay, you can have all those. Yeah, but I want to do it in one movie. Ooh. Ooh, that might be a bad idea, but we'll let you try. And they did, and they did okay. Sugar Rush. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, we didn't need the Dark Knight Returns with the death of Superman. We don't need all of that together. And but, trying to bring Wonder Woman's origin into it a little bit yeah. is kind of a hint. So, yeah, that was the main flaw, is that they tried to bring in so many storylines that the story couldn't even move. Because yeah. they spent all this time in exposition and bringing up Justice League and identifying all those characters yeah. without, with no payoff at all. No, if they had somehow worked them into the last fight, somehow, at I know least. it would have been possible. Like, the only one they could have reasonably done it was Aquaman. Like, uh, how Aquaman I, didn't show up at the end. Why didn't he get the spear at the end? Yeah. I'm just it waiting for water. him to yeah. save Lois. I wanted Aquaman to just yeah. explode up, be like, I felt your fear or something. <laughs> yeah. It felt important. <laughs> that seahorse told me that was water. Water. Yeah. 
<laughs> well, it's too bad because if the Flash was there, this fight would have ended immediately. No, no Roll way. credits. The, the fight cannot. The Flash cannot fight Doomsday. I'm gonna go. This iteration. Super but could he sweaty. slow down time so that so that no no no, no and we don't know he how can travel w- forward in time but not back. No, he can do both, but it's still like it, so can Superman though. Why didn't he yeah. do that? Well, <laughs> the, the thing <laughs> with the Flash is like if you go back and read the death of Superman, the main reason why Superman dies is because Doomsday kicks the shit out of the entire Justice Everybody. League. Like the only one left standing is Superman because no one else can fight Doomsday. So they brought Doomsday out too soon. Yes. Well, and well, yes and no because Doomsday. I mean, the the death of Superman storyline is actually mediocre. Like it's mm. not. It was kind of like it was definitely like a we need to sell fucking comics. How can we do that? Kill Superman. He's definitely going to come back. When the best thing about the Death of Superman arc is the uh, breakdown on YouTube from Max Landis, like the most entertaining (laughs) aspect of that is his breakdown of it, that's a problem. Yeah, I mean, and I don't mean that as a negative at all. I'm just saying that was the most entertaining version of that story. Yeah, and the thing is, you get really cool storylines out of it, and it Mm -hmm. led to really great plot lines and actual like feelings and emotions for Superman, like his like weirdness with coming back. They're really addressing that now in rebirth. Like they do really cool things with it, but the actual storyline and books themselves were okay. Yeah. They were fine, which is why it's weird that like we need to do doomsday. Cause it's again, like it's one of those things like this was entirely just a marketing tool to sell more comics. Like why are you putting this sort of meh character into this movie? That's supposed to make people excited. But part of it also that really bugged me is that you can't set me up for Superman's death, but you also allude to it several times in the film. Yeah. Like, you can't have him take Doomsday into outer space, pseudo die and have the sun revive him. And then you can't have him be in a kryptonite battle with Batman, practically die then before yeah. crying Martha, and then expect me to believe that he's going to sit in that freaking casket and not come back to life. Yeah. You can't. I'm yeah. just, it, you it, cried wolf too many times. Well, because it's like the, the, the him in space comes from the Dark Knight Returns. Like, that is like lifted like frame for yeah. frame out of the dark mm-hmm. night returns and then this death of superman and like they, they don't they don't mix well like they do okay and like that's my major problem with the movie and we'll start getting the characters and stuff here in a well, moment well it's pastiche without understanding the references you're pulling well that's, well, that's, no, that's, that's where that's... i get into the pairing of snyder <laughs> and nolan because snyder's directing this but nolan gets to pull strings because he's producing it and well, they he have the executive produced this one but uh, he's, he's still ste- he, he took still a big step back he established the world of batman though that snyder has to now pick up and and carry along with him well no they say this is a different universe they they actually originally yeah. uh, came down to scheduling errors but they're going to cast christian bale as a different character just to solidify that this is not the same batman world but what i was trying to say is that they are just two very different styles of storytelling yes so that's what the biggest problem i had with man of steel and it's still carrying over this he might have taken a step back but he still had influences absolutely yeah and i think this is added to the problem of they don't really meld together no which is why i'm really excited it's patchwork I'm really excited because I think uh, Snyder's storytelling and Jeff Johns' storytelling should go together really well, which is why I'm really excited that Jeff Johns is taking this new role in the DC Universe. Granted, he also helped out a lot with Green Lantern movie, which, as I just said before, might not (laughs) be the best, but I think giving him some legit like power, I think, will actually help the thing out. Because he's going to be kind of taking on a Kevin Feige role in the upcoming DC movies. And I love Jeff Johns. Go back and read any of his Green Lantern series. It's the best. He knows his shit when it comes to Green Lantern, which is why it's weird the movie didn't work, but whatever. Well, Green Lantern can't really ever be called a failure, in my opinion. (laughs) That's just me. Way to claim that. Thank you. (laughs) Don't get me wrong. Green Lantern is my favorite comic book. I read that above anything else. But that movie is very upsetting because Green Lantern is my favorite comic book. Well, I feel the love, then. I feel the love. Uh, okay, let's uh, let's get started. Let's talk a little bit. uh, Let's let's talk the one who steals the show. We got to talk about Batman. 
I'd love to say that one woman steals a show, but she doesn't. She's only in like a, th- a fraction of the movie. Team Wonder Woman all the way. <clears throat> she steals the fight. She steals the fight. Totally she does, does not steal the movie. Batman steals the movie. He steals the movie to the point where they released the Superman version of this, which we kind of got in the Ultimate Edition, and they went, we need more Batman. And they went back and recut the movie to make it more of a Batman movie, and that's what came out in theaters and what fucked up the whole thing. But he's so good in this movie that they went, let's redo this and make it more about Batman. Yeah, it'll, it'll be nice when he's writing his own Batman movie or they're doing something. Well, he's writing it with Jeff Johns. Yeah. What up? I was they <laughs> just gave him no material to be a compelling Batman. He acted the fuck out of it. Yeah, he and there was just nothing. I, I disagree. I, I, think, I think he very was very compelled. I, think it, I hated he, him the whole time. I did but that's, him, that's why I love him. I love him because I hated him. He is such know. an asshole. He is such a... He is the most jaded Batman we've ever seen. This is the Dark Knight better, Returns better Batman. Batman. It is the one who is he's let he let Robin die. He's failed. He's given up on being Batman. Mm-hmm. And that's what makes me love he him so much. He just calls himself a criminal. He yeah, he blatantly says I'm a criminal. Like he is such a great addition of Batman that we've never seen before because he's so done with being Batman. Yeah. He's considered himself a failure at this point. The thing about Batman for me is, as long as Alfred was around to sort of keep his feet under him, mm-hmm. then he was good. But Jeremy Irons' Alfred seemed almost like a pet a little bit. He, he seemed a little too passive. A little bit too yeah. passive. Like, your influence on Bruce Wayne no longer exists. So all you were left with are bitter remarks no about the future that Bruce Wayne should but, have had. See, but that's, again, why I like this Batman in this movie so much. Because they're both so jaded. Like, they're just so, like, they, they feel like they lost the fight. They're tired. They're tired. They feel like they've been doing this for 20 years, and they even make the comment, like, you kill a criminal, you take down a criminal, another one sprouts up. I get being jaded, but also that doesn't mean that they have to be purposeless. Like, I don't feel I don't feel like Batman was there for the public at all. He's here branding people and letting them die in jail. And granted, yeah, I mean, they're criminals too, so maybe he just doesn't care about bad people. But I don't feel like he cares I don't think about he cares. the good people. I don't think he does. And I think that's I what can't this, root for that. I can because I think that's what this movie is all about. I think that's when they shifted it to being about Batman. It's about him realizing that he's wrong. He even says it at the end, like, I failed him. Like, I failed him. But they're both wrong. Both the heroes in this movie are just dumb superheroes. I don't think that about Superman. I do. I agree with you about Batman, but I think that's his turn in the movie is him realizing that he was dead wrong. That he needs to stop killing people. Yes, he, he has needs, that turn. And he flips. He realizes that Superman was trying to be a good person. And that's when it comes down to the, I don't want to talk about the whole thing too much, the whole Martha thing, is when he says the name of his mom, it's that he humanizes him. Mm-hmm. Yes. He realizes that Superman is, yes, an alien, but also a person. He's human. And I think that is his turn of going, I need to stop killing people. And I think we'll see that in the Justice League movies. Maybe he does stop killing people. I hope he does, because I think that's kind of, he well, was a little is, kill happy in this. This is the biggest problem with the only three-hour version of this, is that it just for me wasn't earned in any any respects in this. What like, wasn't earned? Everything he said, like I failed him in life. It's like, well, you met him like two minutes, like an hour ago. Like you just became friends. You maybe. just became friends by punching each other out. Like I don't know. And your mother not... share a name like that's a bond <laughs> that's that lasts like, forever. Yeah. Superman and Batman Martha. are kind of soulmates that's in a way, so they yeah. immediately <laughs> felt the connection. So it's like as if he's known him his whole life. So well, <laughs> that, that's, that's, a, that's a great deleted scene that we, know, <laughs> no, that see, we never got. But I disagree. I think that like I think that he it feels earned to me. I, and maybe it's just because I'm it such an, a, a nerd, but it, it feels earned to me in just the way of he knows that he was wrong. And the thing with Batman is that he is just 100% passion for everything. So mm-hmm. I can buy him taking that flip as immediately as that. Of him just going, I'm fucking wrong. And mm-hmm. I need to fix that. Okay, so something that's interesting is that, yes, Batman is pure passion all yeah. the way. Mm-hmm. Whether it's positive or negative, he's pure passion. Mm-hmm. Whereas Superman feels very indifferent about everything unless Lois cares about it. 
like he he forms his opinion about what is right and what is wrong based off of Lois's reaction because otherwise he seems just to be a super body. Well, and and the problem is maybe that just just not enough contrast between our two heroes well, no, here because so now I, again taking this from somebody who really enjoys the movie and I enjoy the characters uh-huh. the mm-hmm. the thing that I see in Superman in this one is not that he doesn't care it's that he feels like he's being used and that's what I get from him he feels like he's being a tool to to humanity. He doesn't feel like he's out there saving the cat out of the tree and doing it because he wants to. He feels like he's doing it because he has to. Yeah. And that's a very different motivation than what he feels like he should be doing. Parenting. And, and I think that's the end of the movie for when he chooses to go fight Doomsday at the end is he's realizing that he has to do it because he wants to. He wants to save the day. And that's the change. He's willing to sacrifice his relationship with Lois because he wants to save everyone. Whereas throughout the rest of the movie, All he's he doing this because... Her. Because well, he can. He's doing it because he can because his dad said that he should yeah, be a good person. He should be a good person. And he's not doing it because he wants to do any of this. He's doing it because that's, he has the yeah. power, so I guess I should have to. I love it when his mom just goes, you don't owe this world anything. Like, she doesn't even want, does think that he should be Superman. She feels like he should <clears throat> just lay low. She doesn't like the world, essentially, Martha's saying. Yeah. I, way better than I just said it. No, but that's that's his problem. Is he doesn't like the world. He doesn't like that he has to serve the world. He doesn't want to be a servant. Yeah, and I think that comes through, and it's it's kind of a shame in a movie where they overexplain fucking everything, but the main two characters' motivations. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, he has that great other great line where like no one's no man stays good or no one stays good. And no when one he stays leaves good the, in this world. Yeah. yeah, I'm like, and just the amount of emotion on his face. There's a huge amount of weight to that, but like you guys are saying, we didn't get enough to build up to that. In this cut, I'm okay with him never coming back because there's nothing. No, there's see, no hero to aspire to. No, because I think that is it's the same thing with Batman is that he had to die to be reborn the guy he wants to be. The guy that he, he wants to be the hero. And I think by making that choice uh-huh. that he wants to save Lois, he wants to save the day, he wants to he do this. He always wants to save Lois. He always wants it's to save everybody Lois. everybody else that's I'm questioning. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. He, the, the, he does want to save Lois because it's fucking Amy Adams. Who wouldn't want to save Amy Adams? That's fair uh, enough, fair <laughs> enough. She's, she's great in The Master, but fair enough. Yeah, uh, but I, I think I think that the choice at the end of the movie where I feel like, and I, I know I'm inflecting a little bit just based on what I know about comics and what I know about Superman and how I feel about the movie, whatever, uh, I feel like that choice at the end of the movie where he wants to save the day is going to reflect into the rebirthed Superman, if you will, of I'm hoping that decision of I want to be the hero now is going to change. And I think that will make him a little bit lighter and more approachable and acceptable of a hero. Which I'm hoping. These are all things I'm just hoping for the yeah. justice. Yeah, but like I know I'm the minority in the way that I actually like the dark tone. Because we get so, in all of our other uh, like superhero movies right now they're like all quirky and cute and oh we're fighting with colors um and what that's civil nice war. <laughs> yeah look at all their outfits it isn't this fun it's during the day uh and uh, so again but that's my bias people shutting off the podcast yeah. right now <laughs> i know i get that with the eye rolls and stuff when i talk about this in public but uh shoot i liked one of my favorite sequences is the flash forward to Batman in the desert and the fight with Doomsday's henchmen and all that not, stuff. Not Doomsday. Or, uh, Dark side. Dark side. Sorry. Uh, so with what you're hoping for, I don't see how we'll ever get to that. So, so like, I don't know if it's a prophetic future or it's a potential future I think it's or a what potential it is. Future. 
So mm-hmm. and then with the flash coming and going, you were right. You shouldn't trust him. Like it's all so interesting to me. Like I'm interested in well, what the they key, were, and they never address it again in the rest of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Totally just a tease the for that. Yeah. Is a it's, there's so, there's so a lot of setup in this movie. And if this is okay, yeah. I mean, if they're okay with a set audience that will not grow, like relying on that, like I got nothing out of that. Yeah, because right? I was like, yeah. I don't know. Like the you've you've extended past like the people. knowledge. You extended past my knowledge of this world that. Okay, I'm just sitting here waiting for this to be done. What are you setting up? I don't know. I don't know any no, of this. So th- that's, that's where the with you this get movie. the divide because mo- he played yeah. so much to comic book fans, specifically in scenes like that, that he lost a lot of audience because everyone was just confused. And, the, and if they're okay with that, that's fine. Move forward with it. But you but have the, to realize that that's the problem. Is is that as much as they played and made a movie for comic book fans, much like a, a friend of the show, Craig McFarlane, will say. They also pissed on a lot of comic fans by trying to jam all these things into it. So yeah. they, they brought in their audience of, we're going to make a, a sweaty comic book movie. Like, we're going to throw in this time travel, the Flash, all this really cool shit. And then we're all going to give them kind of like half the attention because we're telling one movie. Yeah. So, Not even half. Yeah. It, well, so it, that's where you guys are telling me we didn't earn a lot of things. You, yeah. He went into, the, they made a movie expecting you to kind of already have a certain amount of knowledge base. Almost. And no, not even almost. Spot on. Yeah. And so for... A lot of people then they feel like cheated in a way because they're, you're being left out. It's like the opposite feeling that I'm having towards Star Wars, where they're playing so much to everyone that just know this specific thing, these three movies, that yeah. they made another movie that appealed to like all of them so that they can all be happy and left out people like me with all this greater knowledge kind of in the dust be like, yeah, you had your fun, but now we just want to make money and appeal to the mass audiences. Yeah. And then you get this movie and it's like, all right, so we're seeing really specific, very niche. We really want to pull into these hard people. And but then they, they left out the giant audience. But it's the problem of when you try to kind of have your cake and eat it too, right. you ruin yes. it for both. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. And, yeah. and if I were a fan, I'd be even like, I'd be actually super pissed. As a, as a not hardcore fan of this, I'm just like, What? See, I'm. I am. What is this? Like, I, yeah. I had to actually. I'm glad I knew all the beats in the movie before I saw it because I had some research to do, and like yeah. it helped a little bit. But it, I because I researched it. Now, for me, like it's one of those things where I'm a super DC fan. Like the if you'll look on our Twitter feed or whatever, you'll see the book is littered with my DC comics. Like I just <laughs> I love DC, and even with that, I can go. I can totally see both sides of this argument, and I it's, I err on the side of I love comic book movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like that's why I, even though I slammed on the Green Lantern earlier, I own it on Blu-ray. Like I just I you love, made me watch it. I did, <laughs> and the like, best thing I got out of that is. Him and Blake Lively got married and are making babies. Yeah, like but that, like the long and the short of it babies. is, if there's comic book characters on the screen, it gets already kind of a pass for me. Like I'm yeah. already kind of invested. Same. Yeah, and, and the, I want it to be good. It's not like yes, I'm walking I agree. Through it, expecting it, it to be bad. Yeah. I did, but I mean, <laughs> I wanted it to be good. I wanted yeah. everyone to be proven wrong, but that just didn't happen for well, me. And here's the the main thing, the just macro top level thing that happened when I watched this is like, oh, I want that movie. Oh, I want that movie. Yeah, oh, I want that movie. And then at the end of the movie, like. I didn't, well, I didn't get want anything. I didn't get any of it. None of it happened. Because there were so many like cool ideas I that when you broke it down. I just want all of these future movies you're talking about to come out right now so I can understand yeah. everything. So I can enjoy the payoff. Like, man, Superman doing all yeah. this good, but it, but the you know Earth's still hitting him. Wow, I want that movie where he has to wrestle with that. It's like, he, he got to be good for himself. I want that movie. That can be its own movie. Like, yeah. there were so many moments of yeah. that. There's there so many good movies in this one eh movie. Yeah. That, like, it, and I, I say eh, knowing that That's I'm going to watch the shit out of this thing, I still love it. Time. But yeah, it is it is the best bad movie I've seen in a very long time. Well, and especially since now is the perfect time. Like, the the kind of the ground has been set for you to make multiple movies. Yeah. You 
this bubble isn't bursting for a while, you have big opportunities to now, actually like come out with more movies than just one and trying to get now, it all done. Here's, here's the deal, though, is what I think they did with this one, and I think they did it smart. It kind of feels like you're just kind of shoveling the shit out of the way so they can make... They can make the the bigger movies mm-hmm. quicker, and they I, promise I, no origin stories. Yeah, so they just glossed over all that. Which, the, but then they give us another Batman origin Batman in the beginning. Origin. Of Every single freaking yeah. Batman story, you have that Batman origin story, and I'm just, you, I know that if you haven't seen Batman and you don't know anything about it, you need the refresher. I nobody nobody doesn't know about Batman. God. I agree, but I think this is the best it's ever this been. This is shot. the best it's ever. This been was done. so yeah, yeah. good with Lauren yeah, Cohen and, and I, um, how much kind of weird. Dean Morgan, Jeffrey Dean. Yeah, so. And now I just want them to do Flashpoint so I can see Jeffrey Dean Morgan as Batman. I'm like, fuck, that'd be cool. Well, and it's just, had it been maybe 10, 20 years from the last, like the Nolan movie, or like we already had some pretty iconic moments yeah. that I'm just like, I saw this. But I played this in the back. Like every Arkham game has this like reference yeah. to, I mean, fucking I'm every so, Batman book does. Yeah. It, it's just so it, yeah. saturated that it's, got it's nothing from the imagery. Watching Batman's parents die is hearing Peter Parker's uncle say with great power. Oh, great right. Exactly. Yeah. 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 It's, yeah. it's it's Use like we, the force, Luke. Yeah. Like, okay. <laughs> okay. I will. It's a cliche, but you You've still, got, but you need you still it. want yeah. it. Yeah. 99% of the countries know this origin story in and out. Yeah. It, like, it's And that's not... Yeah. This is like... Is say what you will about Marvel and how great Marvel is, and they're they're knocking out of the park with their movies. I can't. I mean, as much as I can bitch about them, I can praise them just as much. I mean, we still see all of them. We still have uh, absolutely. fun with them. I'm still I, gonna buy all of them. Like I, I they're fun well, to go see. Except for Iron Man. Yeah, I, I just <laughs> can't get behind Iron Man. I just can't do it. Um, but there's something about Superman and Batman that they the global phenomenon of these two characters is unparalleled. It is. Like, it, like people know Iron Man now because of the movies. They didn't used to. They know Batman. Everyone knows Batman. Everyone, everyone made fun of Superman. Thor because he was just the cute blonde one, and now everyone loves Thor. Yeah, Not everyone. I mean, unless you're <laughs> versed in history and mythology, you don't know much about Thor as Which the comic book character. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but like that's, or if you're a really big fan of Adventures in Babysitting, right? Yeah. Um, oh my God, <laughs> that's for you, Elizabeth Shue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she can be my Martha. Which they're remaking, by the way. Yeah, I'm not happy about that. Okay. <laughs> I've never seen it, so that'll oh. be new to me. Oh, it's so good. Um. It's just Chicago pride all over yeah. that movie. Yeah. Um, uh, let's talk a little bit about Wonder Woman. Because uh, we have somebody here who just, quite frankly, said Team Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. I was so skeptical about her casting. Yes, oh, I, I was. I wasn't just skeptical. I was mad. Like, Why that are you Because no, she does not look like an Amazon. She just straight, like Amazon. The her stature. Uh, what? Her stature? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because okay. like, the physical prowess of her just isn't there. The like, first I, picture of her is like, ooh, I hurt myself. Like, yeah, it, it's. There was like, not a very strength. There's not I, strength or wonder I, like this I, new poster. That. I love Gal Gadot in, um, in the Fast and Furious franchise. Yeah. I think yeah. she's really good. I think she's a very talented actress. I, don't I just, know how to say this. Gal Gadot or Gal Gadot? I thought it was Gadot, but I am very American, so it could be Gadot. No idea. Cool. Um, either way, Prop Gal. Woman. Gal G. Um. <laughs> I, I really I really like her as an actress, but when I looked at her, like I think of Amazon, like when I read the Wonder Woman comics, I look at her as like she's gonna fuck everyone in this entire room up, and no yeah. one could stop her. Like the yeah. only person who could potentially fight her is Superman. Yeah. Everyone else in this room doesn't stand a chance. So right. when they casted her, we were just really nervous because yeah. we're like, here's this girl who's super feminine and super skinny, not someone who I would think of as a big like fighting badass. So I was worried and- that they were going to weaken Wonder Woman with that. I was yeah. worried about I, that. I'll, that's I'll what I was, admit. Yeah, I was afraid that I was like, oh, they're going to make her the, the damsel. Yeah. She, has, she has a sword, but she's a damsel. And that's what I was afraid of. And holy that fuck, did she, she came with it. She yeah. didn't she need any this. help. I just yeah. wish I could have she seen She saved it. both of them. Like, absolutely. And yeah. this is the, for me, I, 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 
she was the best thing in the movie. But mm-hmm. they tried really hard to obscure everything she did with fast cuts and bad yeah, edits. They and did. everything she did was edited badly for me. I, I couldn't. I couldn't tell what she was doing. Strong word. I, I, I don't think. Do it you was... mean earlier in the film, when she, as actor, no, no, or during as the fight. During fight the with Doomsday during the fight, where it was just like I think I saw like I, I, if I wasn't watching. Frame by frame, I, w- I might have missed. I don't think it was badly. What I think it was, it was is that they're fast. showing super speed. She's fast as hell. Yeah. yeah. And that's what I like about her. I like that everyone couldn't fight. No one could fight Doomsday except for Wonder Woman. She mm-hmm. just she ran fucking lops his arm off. Yeah. And she has one. I don't want to steal her line, but her one line before she goes and tra- starts fighting it is badass. Yeah. Like she's just a badass through and through. I am so excited for her something. own movie. Uh, I was gonna say something and I just Superman he was like that whole moment where they're like oh we need the spear let's just go ahead and bring Doomsday right back to Metropolis and just go ahead and kill everyone there while we retrieve it that was my. That was, that was oh, I had to stop. I stopped, I stopped thinking deep, of them as two it's different. It's an places. unpopulated area. Yeah, yes. they 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 made a point of mentioning that, like, like oh, several by the times. way, the docks are empty, yeah. <laughs> just in case there was any concern. <laughs> Why'd you bring collateral to human life? There's definitely no homeless here. people yeah. living yeah. here. Yeah. But <laughs> there are not people. They were like, oh yeah, it's unpopulated. It's like that's not my problem, guys. Focus. Yeah, that's not an issue. They're creating jobs. They're tearing down all these old buildings, and then we're gonna go in there and we're gonna rebuild. They're doing us a favor. Yeah, FDR be proud. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! But there were a lot of times where she's like slashing at him. I'm like, uh, and then we go to Superman. I'm like, no, don't care about him. Go back to her. Yeah, go back to her. Go, I, I I, who cares too. about Batman? Go, go cry in a corner. And it's the moment off or she like, comes in and she just let Wonder Woman have her theme song starts. Her gauntlets stop the blast. You're like, all right, yeah. this is your movie now. You're on this. That's yeah. what it feels like. Great theme song, wrong movie. Time. Cool guitar riff. Yeah. 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 It's one of the best. <laughs> Girl got this moment in cinema <laughs> yeah. ever. And then and they undercut it with the line, she with you? She's like, she doesn't have to be with anybody. Yeah, she's yeah. her own person. She just ignores them. She's not even yeah. participating in that conversation. She's just like, baddie. And, like, and we're I, fighting the baddie now. And I love that as the two of them are getting their asses kicked, like Superman's getting thrown across the entire place, mm-hmm. Batman is just running, because what He's the fuck, what can you do? <laughs> yeah. What can and you do? And then she gets fucking smashed in the face and flies across the thing, and she starts laughing. It's like, <laughs> and she gets up and runs back at like she's just such a badass. Like I cannot be more excited. Because she's her a movie. seasoned fighter at this point. She has more experience than either yeah. of them. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. She Decades. steals that fight in such a big way. And like it's one of those things where like it's like nah, I'm back into this movie. I might have been out of it a second ago, but fuck, this is cool. I mean, they kind of buried the lead on her. I feel like just because at first when she came on screen, I thought she was uh, one of Jesse Eisenberg's girls yeah because like she was really slim like that other girl too and i'm just kind of like oh you're a pretty girl at the party meant to be eye candy this would have been a great surprise out of nowhere like we didn't know wonder woman was going to be in this movie if only they could have held on but that that. you know two years earlier there's wonder woman's in this movie it's like that was one of those things where like i feel like they're just getting ahead of the league yeah like it's the same thing with doomsday Mm -hmm. because i'd heard about doomsday being in the movie a month before the trailer came out god bless so like yeah they're just they're getting ahead like at that point this is why i appreciate my ability to just ignore things on the internet so well because i just i have reduced my uh i don't read reviews i don't look at trailers that's I stay completely in the dark, except for that's, when Brian comes home and says things. That's so excellent for you. But when it comes to DC, it's like it's like if Ryan was here with Marvel, he just gets so excited he can't stop himself. I'm like that with DC. Like I was like, I'm not gonna watch a single Suicide Squad trailer. It's, it's just on right now. I'm not looking. I'm watching the whole it's fucking. How so many times good. have I told you to shut up? You I know, and it's so, <laughs> You go to a movie. I, every movie leading up to Batman v Superman, I saw the trailer almost every. And don't you guys movie. say anything right now? Because I've done a very good job of not looking at anything. Uh, Super Suicide Squad. Yep. It looks and even awesome. I'm excited. 
the only thing I really yeah. know is about that tea moment with her drinking some tea and oh uh, whatever. She's gonna be a great Harley. All right, we need to finish talking but about I mean, this I'm, movie. I'm, I'm, we, we've we've okay. been on this for a while. Uh, there's certain things that I feel like we haven't touched on that I feel like we need to, which are things that are very specific to the Ultimate Edition, which I know Alex have a little bit of trouble talking about. But I, I, I want to talk about how they they righted the ship. Because uh, you weren't able to see the theatrical version, so you only saw the good one, which you still were not thrilled with, which mm-hmm. is it's fine. Um, but the, if you had seen the original, I, I want to know... Like John, I think, will be able to do this the best, because he watched yeah. the original, and then he watched the, the, the theatrical, then the ultimate. And now, I haven't seen the theatrical... I saw it four times in theaters, which is more than I saw Star Wars, hmm. um, which I'm very proud of. I, like a DC fanboy. Um, Die hard. Yeah. <laughs> wave your flag. Well, Can we wave your flag? Yeah. <laughs> it's actually a very good lesson in editing, because... I think the problems that they tried to fix weren't the problems I had. Like, Superman researching Batman, fine. Like, there was a lot of shorthand. Oh, my God, I disagree with you. That's what we like Holy fuck, I wanted Clark Kent in my goddamn Superman movie, and he's not in the theatrical version. Yeah, yeah, that's fine, but... I don't know. Like, there was just something... There was nothing... It didn't go anywhere other than, like, okay, we got the lottery ticket scene, which was cool. I was like, oh, that's cool. A little bit more Batman. Great. There's no more Batman. No, they didn't add any extra Batman. No, no, like the, the talk, talking about the Batman, kind of mything oh, him up yeah. a little bit. I was like, that's important. That helps a little bit. That keeps this Jenga tower from falling over too, you know, too early. But it's just, I didn't, like, I read those. I read between the lines in the theatrical cut with some of that stuff. It's like, how? of course he's going to be researching. How? Like, how? Because it's not there. The whole, like, the woman uh, who got paid off to lie about the Superman incident is just straight up not there. So yeah. it doesn't yeah. make sense. does not exist. Her character goes away. African woman? Yeah. yeah. Her yeah. character goes away so after her speech her immediately. Yeah. No, that was good. Yeah. I, I liked that because it was like, that tied up some loose ends. But where he's just like, I'm on a boat going to <laughs> Gotham. is like, fly idiot no, why you pre- idiot he's clark that he's point. clark it's Fla- the like, duality of his character he yeah. always goes to a phone booth and transform himself like why can't he it's just like, go to the bathroom and hit like jet henry cavill and terrence malick went on a boat and there was that part of the scene right See, like, uh, but i i really like henry cavill's clark kent and the, we didn't get it in man of steel well when lois has to fly to dc to meet with the secretary i was like why doesn't clark just like fly her there real quick like but just, I, I like he like abuses. He powers. doesn't. Yeah, yeah I, I like, and, I, and I thought about that. Like, yeah. well, I guess if you're being Clark Kent, but you want to be the, it to the fullest of your yeah. ability. Yeah, he's supposed to be two different people, and if he keeps zooming from place to place, it makes it even more obvious that he's Superman. Yeah, and I think with the Ultimate Edition, you see how good of an actor Henry Cavill can be. Because yeah. if you only watch the theatrical cut, he's a ho hum Superman. Like, because they don't really give. He's not the Superman that people have grown to love and respect and really want to see in movies, which is fine. He's more of the new 52 Superman who's dark and brooding, kind of a pain in the dick. And by giving us this version with both Clark Kent and Superman, you can see that he can do both. Yeah. But I, and I, I like that. I like seeing Henry Cavill. Gets to the part where none of this is earned is that like his his whole problem with Batman, you, you leveled... A whole entire city in the last movie. You don't have any leg to stand on. No, morally. no, he does because he leveled a whole entire city, saving the entire world. He saved That's a world by killing a few people. Batman he killed more than a few. Well, yeah, he killed a lot of people. Thank sorry, you. sorry, he killed a lot of people. But he yes, didn't. I agree. No, no, no. But he, he was saving. He was saving ten billion people yeah. by killing a thousand. And then he did now nothing Batman, to repair it, like to help. We don't know that. Yeah, we. Now they we don't they didn't touch on that. They didn't yeah. touch on that. But we don't know that. We do know that Batman fucking kills people willy nilly. Yeah. He's not doing it to save a billion. He's doing it to save five. He killed ten people to save five. He's just blatantly abusing his power as the Dark Knight, uh-huh. murdering people. And not just like, they're not calamities of war, which mm-hmm. if Superman wasn't there, everyone dies. Yeah. Not just those people in the city. Everyone on the planet dies. Su- Batman 
could go in non-lethally and take out a room of people, and he doesn't. He murders people, and then he brands them, and because of the brand, they die in jail. Brands so, cadavers? What? He what? brands people. I see what you did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. But but it's still like, he, he is- Bat he is, jokes. But Batman is doing things intentionally for people to die. Superman mm-hmm. had them die as a result of a war that they An should never been involved. Result. Yeah, it's a very well, unfortunate, but just, that's the difference. So Superman doesn't want Batman to go around and- throw caution to the wind and murder people. His reasoning for not liking Batman, totally sound. His approach to mending his relationship with Batman? Fucked up. No negotiation skills whatsoever. Hey, I need your help. They didn't have diplomacy on him. Totally. He's more of an alien child. Clearly Batman is in the middle of doing something important. He's clearing people are firing rockets at his car. Maybe you can wait five minutes to have (laughs) the conversation and maybe stop the rocket people. And then talking about you know, these guys it. are shooting up the dock too, yeah. you know. <laughs> See, but I, like, I you know still what? love that moment because I love it when Batman tries to hit him with his car uh, and uh. then it just ruins his car. Because that to me is always funny. And, and talking shit and talking shit after your opponent's already flown off into the yeah. night. <laughs> I love the cop seeing Batman for the first time. Oh, I love just the oh, that was legit. holy god, I've never seen him before. It's my, I never saw him before. It's my Favorite yeah. representation just, of how the cops deal with Batman. Because bef- in all the other films, the cops are just kind of like, oh, yeah, we love Batman. They just needed yeah. a new, and, a different way to show us yeah. Batman. Because I was like... Pfft. Well, they show us and that then, the cops both admire and fear him in this yeah. movie. And they don't really know what to do with Batman. They try, yeah. but they kind of suck at it. We've never gotten that before represented in a and film. And by not giving us Commissioner Gordon, that's just like hit home. Yeah, mm. which we have him in the next movie, and J.K. Simmons looks fucking ripped Ooh. to play him. Love J.K. I don't yeah. really yeah. like that. I don't he like does. the veiny thing. He's old; he can't help it. I know. <laughs> I know. So many, sharing, so many people are sharing that photo and be like, "Yeah, he looks great." And I'm like, "He looks like he's about to explode." Well, so does Hugh Jackman as Wolverine by now? That's, but whatever. That's, that's with good lighting and no color correction. They're gonna color correct the hell out of it, and you won't see those veins. Okay. So only someone we easy. haven't talked about at all is Jesse Eisenberg. And I don't know if we had thoughts in terms of his Lex Luthor. I'm not. Yeah, I was saving him for last because he oh, was yeah, by okay. far the most contentious thing. I'm not. My bad. I go no, 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 no. We're at a good point to talk about it. I think I we've like hit how crazy home. his okay. Lex Luthor is, but I don't like how hipster his Lex Luthor yeah. is. Like, I, it, I don't. I, I like Jesse Eisenberg. I, love I wish Jesse they Eisenberg. I wish they would have toned him down a little bit, make him more methodical because he felt too manic. Now, here's, I'll defend him before I rip him down. The thing that I like about Jesse Eisenberg's Lex Luthor is that he is, so far, in my opinion, the only supervillain to pull off his plan near flawlessly. Oh, he, yeah, uh, he's very smart. Because he has they, he's B plans to, and C plans. Yeah, like he's, he's known as the smartest criminal in the world. And unlike Gene Hackman, which don't get me wrong, he's great, he doesn't have to tell everyone, I'm the smartest man in the world over and over and over and over right. and over. He just does everything near flawlessly. It was not until the very end of the movie that. Lois Lane starts realizing how far his plan actually went. He's like, oh my God, there's lead in the chair. He had this, this guy didn't know he's going to die. Like you look at all the strings he was pulling and as she starts to unravel, it's like, we're fucked. Like he has set up every single domino completely behind the mm-hmm. scenes. And it's awesome. The problem is when you then look at Jesse Eisenberg, wacky go lucky Lex Luthor, I'm like that does not match the, you would, the same guy. You would think yeah. that everyone immediately goes, "We shouldn't trust him." Like yeah. no one should trust you. Like, that dude looked real scary. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he seems to be disarming for being so young, except that he was so crazy manic that you're kind of like you're a little off, kid, and aggressive. Well, yeah, super aggressive. Yeah, like this would have been better played like the Dean DeHaan from uh, Amazing Spider-Man 2's um, Green Goblin guy. Like yeah, that yeah. guy, I would have bought this plan from. 
because he's very cold, very calculating, but incredibly smart. Mm-hmm. This guy is like a Looney Tunes character who then is turns out to be the smartest guy in the world. Which right. granted, they could have played that turn better. Fixed he's a little acne. victim to the writing. Yeah. Though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't understand why they made him so hipster. He's a victim know. to the writing, and it, you absolutely, can't tell me absolutely. one moment that Jesse Eisenberg is on a basketball court like that. I mean, I'm sorry. Well, yeah. that's the thing is, it's it's all it's kinds not of wearing not chucks. I'm going to swat the shit out of his shot. <laughs> <laughs> put the, put that weak shit out, Lex Luthor. <laughs> well, he probably pays everyone. To right? Yeah. Not win. yeah. The Lex Luthor character. I wish showcases. LeBron James was there, just losing <laughs> in the back corner. <laughs> 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 oh, good like, shot, Lex. <laughs> <laughs> that is so, that would have been a completely different oh. moment for me. Yeah, <laughs> I would have seen the strings pulled in that moment. Yeah. <laughs> well, and again, you know, they needed more of this, but we never got uh, other than the the one time where they meet. The three of them meet, get a chance for them to, to our heroes to look down at him. Yeah. And the the moment where Superman looks down at him up in the tower, that's too late for his motivation. You know, like I disagree. I think that's exactly why it works because it is too late. Like, if he was, if he caught him know. earlier, he would have stopped it. He didn't know how fucked he was until it was way too late. He yeah. didn't know that Lex Luthor was not only like not even like an issue. He wasn't even a blip on the radar, and that's what I think works so well about Lex Luthor's plan, not the character, because the character is fucked it, up. And you're right; he's and, a total slave to the writing. It wasn't it, it wasn't just Eisenberg's fault. Yeah, for me, it, it also just feels like. This was a happy coincidence that Batman and Superman fell into your plot. Like, I don't think so. I think well, it was so calculated. the party where Batman and Superman are trying to size each other up and don't know that they're each other. Yeah. I think Eisenberg knew even from then. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. he, absolutely. He, That's he why he invited the quip. Right. Yeah. yeah like, he pushes oh, it's so fancy together. to see the two of you together. Ooh. Yeah, no, this, this, this was no <laughs> at the fucking... Audience. Yeah. This was not... <laughs> I didn't the, orchestrate this at all. <laughs> this was no Baron Zemo Civil War plan where it's really lucky that Iron Man showed up at the end. Yeah, but, but then, that's it gets, not then he gets in the Baron Zemo territory with his speech. Like, you, you kind of have him start Don't you veering monologue toward, at me. Yeah. <laughs> it's like he's, he's doing... He starts quit like kind of having ticks, and it's like, what are you, what are you, what are you doing? Like, this is the wrong. You're in the wrong movie. Well, that's I, what we mean. Yeah, that's why I said like the, the character is wrong. The plan, yeah. like if the, if they had not written him as this hipster douchebag, this would have been the best Lex Luthor ever. But they yeah. went and they just went the wrong way with him when he. Yeah. But now I get it. They could be trying to set up the whole like they totally hint at it at the end in the uh, the Ultimate Edition, mm-hmm. where he's like, people don't trust me because I'm c- 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 crazy. And it's like, oh, so maybe it is all an act. But they buried that so far at the end of the movie so that I wish they could have. And there's if, if they we didn't even our mind that he was crazy. That at yeah. the beginning, and then you saw how he manipulated people by yes. acting crazy. Oh, I'd have watched. Yeah, that. and then yeah. and then you have an awesome Lex Luthor. But yeah. they buried it at the end in some throwaway line. And it's like, mm-hmm. well, maybe it was supposed to be there, and you just did it wrong. Mm-hmm. The, the the one thing this might be me looking too deep into it because he's supposed to be Lex Luthor Junior, right? And Shit, really. Yeah. No, I thought no, he was yeah. supposed to no, be. They, they were very ambiguous about no, that. His father is also a Luther, but it, I thought okay, because I just remember at one point when they're getting into his drawing room, and he's like, "Well, maybe if I keep it the same way, Daddy will come back." Yeah, like he never actually says that his dad's dead. He does say he's an orphan, but you can consider you're an orphan if your parents disappear. So, like to me, like eh, there could be that a spoke big, foul play. big yeah. daddy, big daddy there Luther was a lot somewhere. Of I mean, it's Batman. But you I, don't have I a doubt Batman they'll actually go that way. Superman found his dad on that vision quest. Yeah. 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 No, it, it is a movie of daddy issues. And yeah. if they, but I mean, well, I'm is, trying to hint that maybe there could be a big Lex a bigger boss? that's going to come. I don't think there I mean, I'm either. sure that there probably isn't, but in a way, then we can get rid of the hipster Luther and go to the... like. We, we could, but I don't think it's ever going to happen. Um, 
There's one more thing that we need to talk about here before we move into quotes, and I think that's going to be the Justice League and the setups in this movie for where the Justice League is going. Um, Nothing but setups and no reward. Yeah, and I agree oh. that they, they did it. They could not have done it worse in this movie where it basically was kind of like DVD extras of... Yep. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This is what's going to come later, and guys. During, yeah. and, and, and revealed in the weirdest during, part. Like, in crisis moment. Yeah, when it's such a weird going down. time to throw... And if you're not throwing them in in a way of like... Here they come. They're going to help fight Doomsday. Then, like, why it's kind of like here? in the Bourne movies where click, click, click. Oh, revelation! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, it, it is. It is such a weird idea of a way to introduce the. Because I get it. I like that they're not doing origin stories, but then you got to do something else. You got to introduce yeah. the Flash as not a security video. Because I yeah. am so excited for Ezra Miller the Flash. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I think Grant Gustin is. The best the Flash has ever been on screen. But yeah, they, oh my God. If you watch the special features on Batman vs Superman on the Blu-ray, it's insane how much they're trying to like hint at things. They say multiverse like 10 times. Really? They, oh yeah, they really want to bring in the multiverse. I'm really excited for it. If they can bring in Grant Gustin and, um, how am I blanking on his name? Green Arrow. Um, Steven Steven Amell. Amell. Into these movies, I'll be very excited. But I like that they, like, they're totally hinting at these things. But uh, Ezra Miller's at The Flash, I think is a great cast. And I, I love hearing him talk about playing the role because the amount of research he's done is crazy. Oh, that's wonderful. And I'm really excited to play it. And then um, I'm, I'm never going to remember his name. Cal Drogo as Aquaman. Yes. He looks oh my sick, man. man. He looks so yeah. good. He should really put his hair in a ponytail, though. However illustrious that Dude, looks like a That would get annoying. Uh, An aqua hair flip. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, the hair flip that takes about like yeah. 10 seconds to go away because it's underwater. Aquaman? Maybe it's Maybelline. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but then even Cyborg is, I feel like, a really weird character. I'm surprised they're sticking with Cyborg. I'm surprised the cut that they had in the movie was a long as it was they could well, have that's, introduced him so fast that was really just like not everyone knows who Cyborg is unless you yeah. watch Teen Titans Go Teen and I, Titans. And I, which yeah. is my jam yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> don't get me wrong it's a great show but uh, it, it. It's, it feels like a very weird it's, I'm, it's, I'm still surprised they're giving us Cyborg and they're not giving us Green Lantern like, Fair. Green Lantern yeah, especially Justice League yeah, yeah. yeah. But I don't, I'm excited for Cyborg. I think it's be really cool. But I would have much rather had a Martian Manhunter or uh, if, Green Lantern. If this had been in the beginning of the movie when things were still going super slow, fine. But in Crisis Moment, you're interrupting the act. It's the same problem that the Phantom Menace had where you had like six different action yeah, scenes going yeah, on. And yeah. you interrupt each one. So you're basically like, up, down, up, mm-hmm. down. Uh, like you, you start kind yeah. of cutting it off, and then suddenly there's it no was, tension. It is such a blatant. We have no idea where to shove these things. Yeah. And it, is, so it is the worst. What? In my opinion, but it's there the was worst no moment in the all movie. What we really want. We want the four-hour version. Yes. Just come up with an ultimate, ultimate edition. Even come more on, ultimate. Give us more. <laughs> <laughs> what if that's a disappointment too? Uh, but then you, just keep giving us more <laughs> until it's enough. No. You got to risk disappointment. It's time for quotes. Quotes, 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 That's quotes. That's all I got to say about that. But before I'll do in a quotes, is there any final thought about this thing that we want to talk about? Moving into the Justice League, Dark Side, Steppenwolf, anything like that. Is there anything else anybody wants to mention about these things before we move on? Possibly the complete revamp of Steppenwolf and how he doesn't look like Steppenwolf at all, but uh, I'm still really excited to see Steppenwolf in a movie. Ben Affleck's butt. Yeah, we got some bat butt in the ultimate Wait, edition. What did you just ask? I'm sorry. Bat butt. Anything special we want to talk about? The only thing I will talk about, I'm really excited... Uh, to see Steppenwolf in a movie and Darkseid and if they're going to do Justice League Part 1 and Part 2 and the main villain of Part 1 is Steppenwolf and if he fails and then they bring in Darkseid fuck I'm in that that seems awesome that's the win and I do like that they recreated him like I like that he doesn't look like a humanoid in a costume I like that he looks different I think that's a cool move I'm already getting what I wanted I'm getting a female led superhero movie 
something that <sighs> Disney has said, yeah, we're going to get to that. Yep. Oh, yeah, we're definitely going to we're definitely going to do that. Cap, you're going to get a Captain Marvel movie. It's going to happen at some point, it's guys. Happen in 2017, and 18, DC's 19, or 20. giving oh. it to us now. Oh, Thank we get, you, we DC. We get Spider-Man now. Let's move our lady characters out of the way. That's oh, funny. we got Spider-Man back. Hell yeah, Spider-Man. What do you mean? Who's Spider-Gwen? Nah, fuck Spider-Gwen. We're going to do Spider-Man. Has there been a Spider-Woman for decades? (laughs) Or is Spider-Gwen one of the best-selling comics in Marvel's entire library right now? Fuck her. We're doing Spider-Man. (laughs) Marvel. I'm excited for the Wonder Woman movie. I'm so excited. Patty Jenkins, I'm excited for her version of it. I'm excited for Gal Gadot doing it. And all the footage I've seen of it, it looks awesome. Just for the different perspective behind the scenes. I want to see something like different than what like, what we've seen like and, and i want to see chris pine as a supporting you know role. we're yeah. already yeah. getting that something was different. chris pine yeah. <laughs> well, i looked at the photo i was like is that that's yeah. like chris, chris pine, pine in the photo yeah. yep. Yep. yep and they they laughed at me yep. no it is no it is uh, john is there anything you want from the <laughs> upcoming movies <laughs> i know you're a fan of levity um the right kind of levity because i mean yeah. I, I do believe that you can have darkness and like dark darker themes and then throw a, a random thing in there that's a, a funny moment amidst darkness that helps everyone cope. Like I, 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 I something like. And the, the thing is, I think Snyder can do it, and I think he proved it with Watchmen, because yeah. Watchmen is a very dark and brooding movie, but it has very has levity really moments, in it. Yeah. moments yes. in it. Yeah, and yep. I think yeah. that if 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 he's doing more, and he probably is, that go back, kind of pull back to the Watchmen yep. well of what he did for his humor to the darkness. Yep. And if he does that, awesome. But I'm just really jazzed about the Wonder Woman movie. That yeah. poster, Ooh. I was like. And the tagline is right. It sounds like everyone kind of knows what, like, knows the character it, and what, understands her story, like her as a character. I'm like, it, oh, cool. And, it's be good and I'm so and happy that they're not trying true. to I hope so too. humanize her. Because I remember when they were trying to do the TV show and they're like, <laughs> all right, so she's a businesswoman and her yeah. business is selling herself as Wonder Woman. And like, you can find that. She was like, find that it's so yeah. wonderful wow. that that show didn't happen because yes, that is. is retarded. Yep. <laughs> I'm still waiting for that law show with uh, She-Hulk. I watched that so much. I want She-Hulk as Elliot. Absolutely. Yes, okay, give us that. She lawyers the shit out of it and even goes lawyer to lawyer against Matt Murdock and she just creams I'd be so excited. True Detective Season 3. Beautiful. I just love She-Hulk and I hate it when people just say, well, she's just eye candy like yes she is eye candy but she's also a no. very interesting character Armand what about you what do you want out of these uh, I mean as a kid I've always wanted a really 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 cool Flash movie yeah. I've yeah. always thought trying to portray super speed especially at the way Flash does it has always been a very challenge for cinema yeah, they and don't I'm, do it like Quicksilver where things slow down. They just right. do it where he's just fast. Where he just goes yeah. instantaneous. And I'm looking forward to that. I'm, I'm really excited to see that movie. I really hope they play with the Speed Force a I lot. do like, too. Because I like the way they do the Speed Force in the comics. Like It's just, it's its own tangential like, Absolutely, thing. Absolutely, yeah. The Flash has a whole world that exists yeah. that only him and a few select others are privy to. Yeah. The Speed Force. Speed Force. Speed Force. And it should just... So go with my it. foreplay. Like, <laughs> open line. Speed Force. Speed with, these, with, these, <laughs> with these upcoming heroes, there's no room to doubt yourself and hedge your bets with these heroes you're getting into the not as well-known characters go for it jump off the cliff do well, it that's well that's what i feel like they're yeah. they're doing what marvel is afraid to do where yeah. marvel's like all right we're gonna do this but we're gonna kind of hold it back the cards a little bit we're gonna play it safe and i feel <laughs> like dc wants to beat marvel or even play they the same to, ballpark they yeah. just gotta fucking go for it yeah yeah i appreciate that so much i just hope that's what they do because it sounds like a lot of the fan, a lot of the Marvel fanboys are like you should probably not do all these crazy things. Don't listen to Marvel fanboys. No, just don't listen to them. No, just stop listening to fanboys and do what you're doing. Yeah, make I'm so sick of make. fan people trying to take control of the movies at ah, this point. The sense of entitlement. Oh, no, it's beautiful. Uh, Alex, what do you want from the next upcoming stuff? I I I don't fully know what to expect. Mm-hmm. 
um, I grew up mostly Marvel, and so DC, DC has always been Batman for me. And as much as I love everything about what Batman has been, I don't quite know what that means with all of the Justice League. Like, I've been mm-hmm. a big fan of Green Lantern, I've been a fan of the Flash, but I don't know what the full Justice League together will I have a book be. right there if you want to borrow it. I would love <laughs> to. Thank you. Um, so I'm kind of I'm trying to keep my heart open and and see what they bring. But we should move to quotes, 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 quotes. Uh, I can go first because my quote is totally cheating and it's just based on uh, love for comics. Um, <laughs> my quote, let me pull it up here really really quick, is at the very end of the movie, um, Lex Luthor's in jail and the security guard needs to get his attention and he yells out, "Prisoner number AC twenty three nineteen forty." And he turns around, and if you're a fan of comics, you'll know that Lex Luthor's first appearance is in Action Comics number 23 that came out in 1940. That nice. is some straight knowledge. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> nice. Just, like, when Woo! you were telling me that, like, I had a guy, I keep saying this, because I've been talking to people a lot on set lately about this stuff, uh, and somebody just told me that he didn't think that Zack Snyder cared. And I'm like, right there. You're yeah. telling me you think he doesn't care? That little detail, that mean, that takes so much caring. Uh, John? <laughs> and... It does kind of coincide with my thoughts on the movie, but when Perry White is on Clark Kent's case, he's going, nobody cares about Clark Kent versus Batman. I'm like, thank God. Yeah. Someone, <laughs> someone is on my team. <laughs> he does have some of the best lines. He does. And he is, this actually calls well, back to our last... Comes with it. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, if they put more of him in the movies, I will enjoy it. He is just uh, a quote machine. Yeah. He's just there to All say... <laughs> I mean, I guess this movie has something for everybody. He had he had my point of view on the movie. That's cool. <laughs> like, this is kind of how to go into like I like the dark tonality, and I've talked about it before on this podcast that I just love tragedies, and this line to me like kind of works into the dark tone while still being a a fun quib, but alluding to tragedy because of just the way he lives his life when Alfred's talking to Bruce Wayne. Uh, he says, it all c- it comes to us all, Master Wayne. Even you've gotten too old to die young, though not for the lack of trying. And almost like to Batman, it's like almost a tragedy that he isn't dead yet. Because that just means he has to keep working. And he kind of, at this point in the film, he doesn't enjoy mm-hmm. it anymore. And no, he does not. That delivery, though. <laughs> yeah, and at this point, like, he is way more Batman than he's Bruce Wayne. Yeah. 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 And you can't just put that mantle down. Yeah. Yeah. There's so many great stories here that I just wish they'd spent time on but, like, and Jeremy, one or two of them Jeremy Irons voice when he delivers that line oh. I love his voice yeah cause you can feel yeah. the weight like the history in the his line there of the, yeah. the life they've lived together yeah. that guy could read a phone book to me lull you right to sleep Alex what about you quote uh, my quote Bruce you don't know me but I've known a few women like you uh, yeah. Diana Prince replies oh I don't think you've ever known a woman like me <laughs> classic <laughs> When she puts Classic. him down, she puts him down true Amazonian style. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so oh, wow. tastefully. Yeah. And so, like, I mean, and she might as well have stabbed him we with the spear. We didn't talk about the costumes no in this movie. No, we didn't. Uh, okay, awesome, I'll just though. do a thing really fast. Whoever made her dresses, they fantastic. Were they yeah. knew how to make a dress that she, made her look elegant, 
strong and like Wonder Woman. I liked how kind of like strappy they were Toga-esque. with their metallic features yeah. and all that stuff. And A line cuts, yeah. gold accents, very goddamn. Don't know Fantastic. what any of those words mean. <laughs> <laughs> I was watching like, all of that. It's, it's a great. shame that this is a superhero film in the way that you know they will not get nominated for an Oscar. They no. won't even get looked Cause, at. Because I would go for costumes and I'd go for the score with uh, Junkie XL and Hans Zimmer. Yeah. They yes. complemented each other yeah. so well. Mm. It was, and it was this nice. Is, and, this and is, you know they won't even consider him because nope. the Oscars hates films like this. Yeah. And it's a Hans Zimmer swan song to the superhero genre. He will Oscar not do so another white. superhero movie ever again, which is kind of too bad. I like Hans Zimmer's. Swan song. It was always so sad. Yep. <laughs> Junkie XL will probably stick around because he's a badass. Noble swan. <laughs> Last but not least, All right. quote. Uh, for me, it was actually one of the few bright points of levity in the movie when Lois goes into the bathroom with the secretary <laughs> and she yep. asks him a really hard-nosed question. He goes, with balls like yours, you belong in here? <laughs> and I was like, that's it right there. That's, <laughs> we need more moments like that, and this movie would have some rays of sunshine instead of feeling just so joyless yeah. at times. Yeah, it's one of the, We didn't really talk about Amy Adams at all in this movie, but she played... Way more of a Lois Lane in this one than she did in Man of Steel. Absolutely. It actually yeah. felt like Lois Lane. Absolutely. Again. She's reporting. Yeah. I mean, this is a... Don't get wrong. She's doing her job. Yeah. <laughs> this, is a, this is a long episode, and I thank everybody for sticking with us. But obviously, we can't hit everything in this movie, because yeah. there's just so much. Just like this movie. If only we had four hours to yeah. tell the whole story. How is this longer than three movies of Born? Oh. Yep. It was the same movie. Well, that was the same movie again. three times. Right, okay. <laughs> this oh, yeah. is like 15 <laughs> movies in one. <laughs> you can kind of watch the Bourne movies at like 1.5 speed and be like, oh, oh right, my gosh, cool, yeah. can Got we get it. three TVs so we can watch each Bourne movie at the same time? See if they sync up. That, <laughs> if they sync up, I will never watch one of them again. <laughs> Uh, okay, so the review system for today, sorry again for last week not doing one. This week, we are not so lucky. We have to think, review system is super villain. Preferably DC, but if you don't have one in your back catalog of DC villain, I'll take Marvel. I can go first if you guys need me to, because I do have this thing locked and loaded. I'm going with Clayface. Oh. Um, but the main thing I'm going with Clayface for is because he can be one of the greatest Batman villains of all time, or he can be the cheesiest pile yeah. of looks like actual shit ever. And it all depends on like how you look at him and how you use him. And I think this movie at times is one of the best superhero films I've seen in a long time because I got to see the Holy Trinity on screen and I got to see like really cool things and I think that fight with Doomsday is one of the best superhero fights ever because you actually see a team of superheroes fighting together to take down one guy and it's awesome. But at other times you have the cheesiest dialogue and things that just don't land and trying to cram too many stories into one thing and it just doesn't work. So like Clayface, it can be both amazing and kind of awful and I wish I hadn't seen it. I'm going to go similar to that about something that can be amazing and then also really silly, but also had a movie version of that was terribly received and rightly so, at least for this Parallax? That'd be cool. Mm -mm. Galactus. (laughs) (laughs) Galactus. Okay, yeah, that works. A great villain who deserves all the fear that he instigates while still can be a very silly character. And then when they actually put it on screen, they made him a... Gas cloud thing, <laughs> kind of like what they did to Parallax. <laughs> yeah, and I'm just like, what? <laughs> no, like you're really cool. No one else knows how cool you are because they did that. <laughs> yes, Fox, tell us how you really feel about Galactus. <laughs> God, 
God, that is so... Because now they can't use him, and Galactus is yeah. such a good villain. Whatever. And the Silver Surfer was so ruined in that movie, too. Silver Surfer was ruined by time. Absolutely. Just time alone made him irrelevant and pointless. He's, he sort of just <laughs> fell off the mainstream. Yeah. Yeah, I, kinda, I like. I always enjoyed Silver Surfer's thing, and be like, this is my job. Yeah. yeah. It's not personal. Hey, the British are coming. <laughs> <laughs> time. <laughs> Um, I think I'll pick uh, Bizarro. Ooh, and nice. I'm picking Bizarro because yeah. there were some dream sequences or at least in Batman's dreams. Like yeah. so. I was like, if Bizarro showed up right now, like I totally believe that he belongs in this world. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> oh, man, can you imagine Superman and Bizarro in a movie where Superman's trying to figure out what right is? Yeah. <laughs> I love that you picked Bizarro because, like, that's the opposite Superman foil. Whereas I went with Prometheus, which is kind of the opposite Batman foil. Love okay. this family. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, I'd be curious to see him come back and and just tear shit up. Yeah. <laughs> Last I'm, but not least, I'm thinking of Bizarro Stormy from <laughs> C Labs. <laughs> okay, uh, I'm gonna pick, and this isn't in the DC world, but it's uh, the villain in Galactus. It's okay. in Ang Lee's The Hulk, Nick Nolte's character, the final form. The weird I cloud monster yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I remember. Yeah. I mean, that the Incredible Hulk, it was my dad's superhero. So yeah. my comic book love came out of that, and that movie broke both of our hearts. Oh, my God. <laughs> Hulk oh. dogs? Like, fuck that oh. movie. Yeah. <laughs> I also blame that movie for making it hard for me to get him to watch any other Ang Lee movie. Like, yep. He makes good movies. He made good Fair. movie. <laughs> <laughs> Correction. <laughs> Which one are you referring to? Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Great movie. And Correction. that's where it ends. We really need a... I've been harping on this for years, but we need to watch Subtle Lust at some point here. Lust Caution, you mean? Lust Caution. Subtle Lust. I don't even Subtle. like this guy. Subtle Lust. Lust. Sorry, I, I made a short film My called Subtle Lust. Lust. I didn't even know was uh, his is Lust Caution. I've seen Subtle Lust. Have, you showed have, me that. I did. I have a great idea for a film now <laughs> with that title. Subtle uh, Lust is like... That, that already happen? happened. I put it on YouTube. It's mine. <laughs> So, <laughs> time for plugs, 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 plugs. Uh, stick around after plugs for the answer to this question. If you could put any Marvel hero in the Justice League, who would you put in there? Do, do, do. So, <laughs> plugs. You can find us on Facebook at After the Hype. You can find me on, or on Twitter at ATH underscore podcast. Uh, ATH Podcast. God, I'm trying to talk way too fast. And everyone else on the internet at just ATH Podcast. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Y, Brian Y. Brian is spelled with a Y. Don't worry, I don't tweet. Uh, and you can find me on Instagram at Censorlord, C E N Z O R L O R D. I think I have four photos on there. So if you want to check them out, one they're, of them all, I did. they're all pretty good photos. <laughs> so all four especially of them. the one I did. Yeah, Quality especially the, the one that Chewie took is the best one. And then I think there's one of my feet, which is also pretty mm. good. Get in there. Feet yep. photos. Yep. Uh, so, John? Five. Hello. <laughs> uh, movie guy John on everywhere. Uh, Chewy? Chewy nine. All one word spelled out with an IE. I know you just said this two hours ago, but this is a whole week for other people. <gasps> Chewy nine. <laughs> There's that enthusiasm. enthusiasm. <laughs> Alex? It's getting warm in here. AlexMarshallBrown.com is a website. Instagram is what I love. Alex Marshall Brown is there too. Twitter, you got me at A Marshall Brown. Head yeah, let me know. What? And I'm on. You can't really find me on the internet that easily. Perfect. Uh, yeah. Scores. There we go. Yeah, find me at my, my place of work. Reading a book. Should have been working. People gonna find you. Yeah, I know. <laughs> They're just going to find you. And just standing outside a window going, you hey, hey. a podcast yeah, once. Yeah, that was definitely me. <laughs> Are you Armand? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you heard that podcast, <laughs> did you? <laughs> uh, okay, so answer the question. You can put any Marvel character into the Justice League. Who... Mm. 
would it be? I'll go. I'll go first. Cool. Um, Rocket Raccoon. Okay. You need some levity in there, huh? Yeah. I will go with Miss Marvel, the Camila Khan version, because I think she's one of the best characters going today right now. I think she's awesome. Oh, yeah. And I love her enthusiasm for superheroes. So I'd like to have somebody there who's excited to be there and is so excited by everybody around her. And her actual, like, back catalog of superhero powers are really cool. They're kind of a little bit Mr. Fantastic. They're kind of a little bit old school Miss Marvel. And she's just kind of a badass. And I think she'd fit in really well with with these characters. If we're going to go for levity with a Marvel thing beast nice nice. he'd be like their lawyer guys stop doing that the legal ramifications (laughs) are expensive i was really expecting to go with lockjaw but i like where you ended up clark 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 Clark. don't be breaking an (laughs) injury you don't have a present you've already said beast you can have both they're both hairy hairy (laughs) lockjaw could be the the, oh yeah he'd be the heart of the team i love him so much um i so, I mean, granted, we've already established that all of Marvel, they aren't gods. And so yes. bringing them into this world is kind of odd. But um, I don't know. I have a soft spot for Jubilee. Oh. She's, there's only I so chose much her she can for do. something last week, I think. <laughs> there's only two so weeks ago. Much she can do. <laughs> no, I love Jubilee as well. Celebrations, <laughs> fanfares. <laughs> Dude, but, but in a fight with Doomsday, what are you going to do with Jubilee? I love Jubilee. <laughs> Here's some fireworks. Yeah. You know what? <laughs> no, no, that's fire. are, are, yeah, are fire. something amazing. Yeah. Hold on. You, you guys make fun of the colors, <laughs> but it would hurt to get hit by that. It would you know, hurt a whole bunch. Doomsday was doing a great light show. She could have been like, that's nothing. Bow, bow, bow. And they get into a light <laughs> off. And Look, I can make like, a cowboy hat. What? Yeah. <laughs> and then Doomsday just dies out of the weight of his own shame. I can't do a hat. And well, okay, fine. Jubilee. So, Fighting Doomsday. Doomsday feeds off electronic blasts and stuff, right? Like you fire him, any, you just make any him stronger. All firearms. She absorbs that. She can any, make electronics yeah. stop working. And then she'd fire it back at him, and then he'd get more powerful. Just go Whatever. back and It'd forth. And dance until fight. the end of time. Yeah. I'm with Alex on this. If I do that, though. Jubilee is awesome. If I had a B number two option. Mm. Oh, yeah, go with that. I mean, you can go on. Then can I say my no, B no, number two? No, no, You're not going to pick the one I picked. Gambit. Because I love Are we Gambit. gambling right now? Or no, actually gambling. the characters? I just called it. I just Stay called with it. Jubilee. I love Stay, okay, Jubilee. Yeah. Yeah. You can have one punch. Gambit. You had a one punch. See, now I've got that you headcanon where they're doing Josh a light show. Jubilee yeah. and okay, Gambit. At the end Last of but not least, Armand, what do you got? You know what? I'm going to pick all of the Morlocks. <laughs> <laughs> all the Morlocks are the jumping universe. And they're coming. They're coming to a grimy-ass place. I will accept them. That's not levity. Not at all, no. They have their own tragedy that will fit right in. Right. I tell you what, Superman won't feel alone down there. <laughs> Superman's gonna look at them and be like, "Oh, I'm sorry, <laughs> you disgusting guys. Human being. You got it, chicken head. That's Good lord. <laughs> All right. So with that, I'm gonna say a big thank you to everybody for listening. I know this is a long episode, but how do you not talk about this movie for a long time? Big thanks to Alex for coming out for two weeks in a row. Of course, love. Thanks for Amon for coming out. Happy to be here. And bye. Later, Stormy. Stormy.